Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, swim meet winner. I'm sorry? <laughs> Do we have a champion in our midst? Uh, we have a swim meet winner. <laughs> well, that's a type I'd, of championship, yeah. isn't it? I uh, did my first swim meet today. Yeah. An adult swim meet for adults. Again, I raced other adults in I'm sorry, swimming. You went to an adult swim meetup. I, I should. This is now. This is a good point of to this, talk about. Joe Perry explains everything. <laughs> right. I did tell some because I I've been doing the swim thing recently for about a year, and I don't know what to call it when I talk about it because I say class, and that sounds like I don't know how to swim. It's a club. It's a club. A swim club. But that also implies the kind of socializing that doesn't happen, though. Nah, but you have to wear a coat and tie. <laughs> That's true. Yes, exactly. And they'll provide one for you, but it won't fit right. Yeah. And it's a little out of date. There's still has shoulder pads in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I've so, – and, you know, when, when the subject of meats has come up, mm-hmm. I've been – I've had to add adult onto it because I feel like it sounds like when I'm like, I there's a swim meet, I'm going to go watch, watch kids. Yeah. Which I'm not. No. I have no interest in kids, children, no. or babies. No, you're going to hang out with some slick, yeah. shaved, mm-hmm. discreet, <laughs> yeah. discreet men with terrible tattoos. Do you think that you ended up in this swim team specifically because it's shaved and 420 friendly? Yeah, I mean, they're like, listen. Shaved fit, 420 friendly. You're not in good shape. <laughs> you have not swam in years, clearly. Uh-huh. Yeah. But- you're very discreet. What's your best stroke? Uh, furry style. The other ones are too hard. <laughs> I can kind of do backstroke, but sometimes I hit my is head. The crawl. <laughs> yes, it is the crawl. Yes. Okay. Um, and I, I was telling some friends. What do know, I look like, Michael Phelps over here? I was excusing myself from a social engagement early last night because I had this swim meet. I had to be there at six a.m. to warm up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hey, I, I'm, I'm leaving early. I have to go to an adult swim meet. At at 6 a.m. in Commerce, California. And they said, man, people are more into Rick and Morty than I knew. So I, I, I learned later that everyone leaving thought – everyone at the thing thought I was literally leaving to meet adult uh, – executives from Adult Swim in <laughs> Commerce, California at 6 a.m. And I like that that was more plausible than me exercising. <laughs> I, I appreciate that they think my career is going that well. Okay. But also I think that goes with Adult Swim's punk rock ethos is having just early meetings in places that are, you know, half an hour out of outside of L.A. Yeah, that makes a ton of sense. And, they, you know, they save money. Mm-hmm. They also don't pay residuals on that. <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, well, congratulations, Jordan. That's fantastic. I should say when I say I, when I, say I won – yeah. I meant that I had fun and tried my best. <laughs> I actually lost. Okay. I swam the slowest. Okay. <laughs> like a little baby. But congratulations on having fun and trying your hardest. Thank you. That's uh, that's very good. I improved upon my personal best time. Are your shoulders broadening? Is that something that's happening to you? I, I, I'm finally going to fit into that uh, fit into that coat they give me. <laughs> yeah. Coat that's been too big. <laughs> Um, our uh, guest on this week bulk up, <laughs> get in the coat. You do you pound pound down a lot of protein? You gotta. Yeah. Do yeah. you have a carbo load? 
Probably should have. Yeah. Probably should have gone to the Olive Garden the night before. I can see how long they'll let me sit there. I consider carbo loading sort of a lifestyle. Yeah, you're just preparing for a marathon that never happens. <laughs> you just you never know when Yeah, you, sure. When shit might go you're down. You're gonna be called upon. You gotta have a deep reserve of energy mm. so that you can <laughs> That's why you eat everything in a bread bowl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Soup, sure. Yeah. Fries. Chowders. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Soda. Yeah, pasta in a bread bowl. Mm-hmm. Mm, soda. Bread, soda and smaller bread, bowl. bread bowls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Croutons. Mm-hmm. Um, our guest on this week's program, uh, beloved guest on Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, he's been on once before, I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> I think two or three times. Two or three times? Yeah. Two or three times. He's uh one of the hosts of Maximum Fund's own Tights and Fights podcast. Uh, he's a professional wrestler, <laughs> undefeated, an undefeated professional wrestler. He's also a popular rapper with a brand new rap album available in stores on the internet right now. His name is Open Mike Eagle. Hi guys. Hi Mike. Hi Mike. How you guys doing? How's that? How's that new album? You just you're out on the. You've been out on the road. Yeah, touring. I just got home a week ago. Where'd you from, go? I went to Europe, a bunch of places in Europe, not just one, because that would have been weird. I went a bunch <laughs> of European places. <laughs> I mean, one show in Stockholm, yes. immediately back home to I, LA. I've they gotten got weird that, offers like that. They got really? that Ryanair there, oh, you know. Oh, God, Ryanair. It, I guess I don't know what Ryanair is. in there 20 euros and they can get to Stockholm from anywhere in Europe. It's like the European Spirit Airlines. Oh, it's sure. real bad. And they like, if you if you have a carry-on bag, they knock it out of your hands. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then yeah. they charge you to pick it back up. <laughs> <laughs> There's a $10 not tased fee. <laughs> oh, sure, if you don't want to be tased. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and then um, a no bats fee. Yes, <laughs> if you want a seat that doesn't have bats at it, you better pay yeah. it. You Otherwise, you're sitting it. in the belfry. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, I uh, like your new rap album very oh, much. Thank you for it has to my perhaps the best song I've ever heard on the topic of ghost dating. Yes, um, it's a real phenomenon. <laughs> I, I just wrote it because my barber ghosted me one time. Oh no, uh, a couple months ago, your barber did. Yeah, and it wasn't the first time. So I'm like, this must be what it feels like. This is important because two, two, for two important reasons. Uh, number one, everyone has an intimate relationship with their barber. Very number close. two, you have serious hair. I do. You have a you have a committed hairstyle. I was just yeah. in I was just in Washington D.C. Uh, visiting some family, and my cousin Azulea has dreadlocks. She takes a train to Philadelphia from Washington D.C. That's too much. To go to the dreadlock man. That's too, there's so many in between. I'm sure. There's I at mean, least four. There's no black people in Washington, <laughs> D.C., I guess. Um, no, the, the, she goes to Philadelphia. She's had the same guy for 15 He's years or something. Move to D.C. And he, she, he, she goes there once every couple months. He takes care of the hair. Wow. And she goes back. So you have this relationship when you have serious hair, which you have. Well, look, and this is the thing. I have two people in my hair life. I mm-hmm. have my dreadlock person mm-hmm. and I have my haircut person. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a thruple. Uh, yes. It is It is a very mm-hmm. modern, new age, progressive yeah. relationship. We all love each other very sure. much. Yeah. You've got like a little twist. For for listeners at home. Oh, I, we should describe it probably. <laughs> who don't. Because they don't. What are they thinking right now? Sure. You have a shaved side. Yes. And I have a tall Gumby middle. No. I wish I did though. <laughs> You'd look great. I think so. Like Kwame. You would look really well. Polka dots? Yeah. Can I put polka dots in the I hair? I think you could do that. I'd, I'd like to. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's shaved mostly on one side. I need I need a haircut. By the way, thanks for going shaved. with Kwame and not Kid and Play. <laughs> the uh, the reference that uh, everyone else would have understood. That's true. I'm too deep inside it. I can't <laughs> yeah. I can't see outside the bubble. <laughs> hey, thanks hey, for hey. promoting my other podcast right. that people can't get enough of hearing about. <laughs> There's one thing people love. It's hearing about bubble and bubbles available now wherever you get your podcasts. But you got like a you got like a six you got a six inch uh, length I would say twists on the top. Yeah, uh, maybe longer. Um, and and it's a lot longer on the other side. It's a whole thing. Uh, I started it with no plan at all. Actually, I started it. Uh, I was looking at Dave from De La Soul on the cover of the first De La Soul album, and I was like, I want that hair. And he had a flat top with dreadlocks on like one third of it mm-hmm. and so i kind of started growing my hair that way with no plan for the future that's a very serious haircut yeah he even even he bailed on it in two years i've been rocking this a strong five or six so if it's not too painful what when did you when did you know you had been ghosted by your hair person when i was sitting uh in the barbershop where he works at and he wasn't answering my text messages, even though it was well past the time we both agreed on. Oh, boy. And the other barbers in the shop were looking at me like, oof, we haven't heard from him this morning. Mm. Oh, wow. And so, and, and I had somewhere to be in an hour and a half. So I had to go get my hair cut by a stranger. Do you have a standard, do you have a standard meeting time with no, your barber? No, we just make appointments. But appointments are for meeting at an agreed upon place and he's not good at that. He was mm-hmm. he's not good at it. Uh he's this was like the third or fourth time where I've been like sitting. I think in maybe in two months you're gonna like wake up to a text that was sent like at two AM and she's gonna say, Thinking about you. Yeah. <laughs> I deserve that. Sure. I deserve that. Yeah. But I've, I've moved on. Now I don't even talk to him anymore. Or just a you up or just a need or, tight fade. <laughs> sure. You say say again. You up, need tight fade. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. That, or maybe that just could be taken so many hey. ways. Yeah. Anyway, I'm at where we used to meet. But the song on the album is is about a romantic relationship with a ghost, like how to date a ghost. It's yeah, informative, but it, right? But it's it's it literally comes from the the uh, you know the, the the modern ghost and thing that happens in Dayton. Sure. I just stretched it out too far and just <laughs> made it about an actual person that died because uh, that's the sort of thing that appeals to me. <laughs> yeah. And you do also on the album, I noticed, on, on a different song, brag about how many podcasts you guest on. So Every we're happy to be there. I listen to. <laughs> we're happy I to. have been on. Yeah. Mike, did you know that you are probably the most popular rapper, other than Kanye West, on uh, the rap Reddit? I, there, I know there's quite a few threads, but I also do not believe the first part of that statement in so, terms of my popularity. I am subscribed to the rap Reddit. There's a bunch of rap Reddits, are there not? The one that I'm subscribed to is called Hip Hop Heads. Okay. I'm this familiar. is the biggest one, I think. I'm I think it's the biggest one. one. And there was a time when I first, I remember looking at Reddit for the first time five or ten years ago and looking at it and it was kind of like, there used to be this message board called Hip Hop Infinity. Uh-huh. H-H-I. Yeah. That was like very, like the most self-consciously underground of underground rap. And that was kind of the tone of this group. It was like, who can be the Talib Kwaliist? Mm-hmm. And no offense to Tal- Talib Kwali. He's great. Um, but these days, it's all 
face tattoo rappers. Yes, that's Just all rappers from the face tattoo community. Have you thought about a face tattoo, Mike? I have. Yeah. I've decided that um, I have aged out of the face tattoo, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but I mean, it, it, honestly, at this point, it takes me out of the conversation. But you know? here's the thing. So here's the thing. I disagree. Well, okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you. So I look at this thread, and you know, there's old rappers that I know about, and there's rappers with face tattoos that just confuse me. Mm-hmm. I'm not against it, just baffled by it. I realize that my brain no longer has the plasticity to understand what that is. To be for the listeners at home, Jesse is rubbing his brain. It looks <laughs> it looks like the nicest self massage. Yeah. It does look kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's like those uh, like those wire claws you get at the mall. Yeah, it looks like something they sell at the airport. Just your oh, own yeah. fingers rubbing your head. In hindsight. We probably shouldn't been, have been demoing those as much as we did. Yeah. Or at least I did. Oh. Yeah. Those have been on a lot of heads. Yeah. Anyway. That's how you get lice. Mm-hmm. Definitely shouldn't have put it on my pubes. <laughs> <laughs> it feels so good. And you're in the airport and you're stressed. Yeah. Who could blame you? you? Yeah. You get bad service at the Chili's too. And Do you, you think... just want to comb out those pubes. <laughs> Do you think that's how I got head crabs? <laughs> I think it probably is. That's the worst You're playing way too much Half-Life. <laughs> that's so, a bad guy in Half-Life. So um, uh, on that, on that Hip Hop Heads Reddit where many of the things are things I don't understand. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're and they're regular. They're sixty nine or whatever that guy's called. Oh, six nine. Six nine. Six nine. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I know he's in trouble with the sure, law. He's going to jail for a long time, probably. Uh, the new, I read what the did New York do? Times article. He's a lost young man. Uh, well, uh, he he's going to jail because he's. Uh, associated with very hardcore gangbangers who have been caught by the feds doing all sorts of illegal shit. Oh, boy. Yeah. And they do a lot of it on his Instagram. Yeah. And, and here I thought 69 he, was nice. Apparently he got involved in all That's this fun. stuff after he became a famous rapper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then um, this is all from this New York Times article yeah. I read. Yeah. Uh, after he became a famous rapper, he uh, got involved with this and was live streaming most of it on his Instagram. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, then he found out from the feds that they were going to kill him. That his crew was going to kill him. That his crew was going to kill him. Wow. Yeah. And uh, This is dramatic. Yeah, now he's going to jail. <clears throat> yeah. But long... better than being killed. Better than being killed, exactly. Unless you get killed in jail. Yeah, that's, that's... probably a bad kind of getting killed. <laughs> Double worse. Yeah. Um, Do not want to get killed in jail. But the good news is that when whenever there's a post about Open Mike Eagle, which there is regularly. It's true. I'll see it there and I'll say, oh, that's my friend Open Mike Eagle. Mm-hmm. I know that guy. Mm-hmm. I don't have that many friends that are rappers. So Open Mike Eagle will show up on there. And, uh, you know snow, right? <laughs> yeah. But he's more more of a toaster. Oh, okay. So yeah. that's yeah. an important distinction. <laughs> right. One licky's boom boom down. The other does not. <laughs> okay. Is there a mnemonic I can I can have to how to know that? Anyway. Man, on Stop Podcasting Yourself, Dave and Graham both named Snow's follow up song. Wow. And then I went and listened to it. Yeah. How was it? I mean, not good. Was but it better or worse than Informer? Worse. Okay, that's that's saying something. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was less rappy and more pop singy. Um, Scary. Uh, it was, yeah, but it could it could have been a lot worse. Honestly, True. I was like, this is very competent. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever Mike comes up on Reddit, just so much. Uh, he's the great best rapper in the world. 
I love every every album of his is better than the last. Blah blah blah. Like down 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 the list. And I always think like, oh, that's nice. It is. It it is kind. The people who talk about me on Reddit are typically that's kind. Nice. I think it probably helps for Reddit popularity that you do occasionally mention Castlevania. I, I do. Think it's probably a good. I think it it, it helps my standing <laughs> sure. on the Reddit that I know the Belmonts. I just try and periodically mention mm-hmm. Castlevania on here, so just yeah. to protect us, as I offer a kind of a film of protection around us. There's yeah. ghosts. They'll eat you if you don't say Castlevania once. It's true. Once is a that, fortnight. Is that what this is? Is this is a film? Of protection? Ooh, no, that's my. <laughs> I was gonna say that's my cum. I don't, I don't, I don't know why. I thought you were gonna why go, say anything? I thought you were gonna go light. So. Yeah, no. I and I stopped because like, I'm like, don't say that. Why? 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 <laughs> it's a soap why? bubble. Say it's a soap bubble. Say you were just doing the dishes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We've talked about pubes uh, and lice. That's in true. 69. That's true. Come is the. It was it's, next in the sequence. No, you're right. So it wasn't that 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 long of a run. I was just doing the next logical thing. I agree. It's just that anyway. we've never talked about anything gross on our show or sure. vulgar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we should set the precedent yeah. now. Mike, who's your favorite Belmont? <laughs> um, Simon. Yeah. The only one I can name. Wait, is a Belmont a Castlevania? A Belmont is a Castlevania. Are they Draculas? Uh, well, <laughs> boy, do you want to get into it? Yeah. <laughs> so in some Castlevanias, uh-huh. you do play as vampires. Right. Most prominently, Castlevania Symphony of the Night for the PlayStation 1. You play Is as... it a sexy vampire? Uh, I think everything in... – there's no the, – the canonical Castlevania games, even the most advanced one, everyone is still a little 16-bit guy. So you don't get a lot of detail. Oh. So I think to be turned on by them would be a challenge. I Can I ask? And maybe some fan art or some, you know, maybe back in the NES days, some graphics in like the manual. You get the Nintendo Power. Yeah, that's true. You could crank it to pictures of Dracula and the Nintendo Power. Yeah, you could. And of course, Howard and Nestor. If you've never been turned on by Duck Hunt. <laughs> sure, yeah. And you've never played Duck Hunt. Yeah. That's dog. my position on when that dog goes. Yeah. <laughs> He's laughing at your small dick. <laughs> you're what a, gets me off. You're a, you're a nasty little cuck, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. And then they have skeet shooting on there, eh? Hey! <laughs> there we go. Castlevania is a Nintendo game, isn't it? It is. Uh, well, the original one. Yeah, was. the original. The original two, I think. Uh, th- yeah, I three. Think, was it three? So yeah, I think four was a Super Nintendo You're right. game. So yep. I think it was a a Nintendo exclusive franchise. Maybe oh hmm. no, they made a Genesis one. They made Bloodlines. Who boy? Oh, I could talk a long time about this. I'm realizing. <laughs> Wait, so it's a bunch of Draculas in a castle, isn't it? Yeah, typically. I mean, there's some that kind of branch from that. I do believe there are different castles as well. It's true. And What's you know, the guy two, you were saying? two was more of an uh, was more uh, of an RPG, so you could go out into the village and hear what the villagers thought about the Dracula. I had no time for that shit at all. Boy, yeah, two's very bad. I love Castlevania, but I, two's a real snooze. Honestly, that's the last one I played. I never played Symphony of the Night. Oh, uh, Symphony of the Night is one of the best video games. I, I hear think. that it, it it's genre defining. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. What's I mean, the genre? Dracula, Dracula <laughs> jumping. Uh, you laugh, but Metroidvanias. <laughs> Metroid. I played hella Metroidvanias this What's year. Your fa- yeah, it's a big year for Metroidvania. Uh, uh, Hollow Knight. Hollow, yeah, I've heard I Hollow Knight. Love Wait, Hollow is Knight. Metroidvania the name of the genre? It is. Yeah, it's oh, a. Oh, that's a fucking awesome name. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. That's <laughs> great. Video yeah. games are fun. Yeah, they yeah. sure are. They really are. It's a like a side-scrolling game that has like kind of a big map that you unlock pieces of. You know, by getting things. By so getting, like, abilities. Yeah. Like, suddenly you have the wings, so you can fly higher, so you can go over that wall you couldn't walk past in the beginning. 
I bought a, the Cowboy game. Mm-hmm. And it's been it's been installing on my Xbox for the last two weeks. <laughs> sure, yeah. Oh gosh. It's been. I thought like oh, I got an hour. I can play that video game. I spent sixty dollars. <laughs> yeah, they they are. No. There apparently was a lot of a lot of development, a lot of programming done on that game. Where like each blade of grass like animates separately, mm-hmm. and like the the horses testicles rise <laughs> or lower depending on the temperature right in the scene that sure you're in. yeah you know that's a lot of coding so people had to stay up all night and not see their families sure. just to animate those balls sure each 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 horse had a separate coder and each mm-hmm. horse testicle had a separate coder so i'm mean, working underneath the horse guy pardon the pun were hello. two testicle guys it was one Catherine the great <laughs> sure yeah i that's fun i Appreciate that. You know why? Number one, I don't care about those people. They can suffer. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Number two, say Castlevania more time. Castlevania, <laughs> Castlevania. I judge games by volume of programming. Oh, there you go. Most programming. The more, the better. That's what I say. I mean, that's. that's I a... do care about those people. Yeah, I'm glad you said. that. Also, there yeah. was a there was a Turbo Graphics Castlevania game, Rondo Turbo of Blood. Graphics. Oh, really? Yeah, I think of Rondo of Blood. I, I want oh, okay. Turbo Graphics. Was there anything on the Jaguar? That's a good question. I don't think so. No. No. I don't, think, so. I don't think there was a Lynx Castlevania about game. About 3DO. Bobcat? No. There's nothing on the... Uh, nothing on the... Um, the Serval? I'm trying to think of a company that would have made the Bobcat. Uh, these are all Atari products. These are all Atari products. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because they had they the, they they had the fierce the cat naming convention for a while. Yeah. Anyway. Serval's more of a long jumping cat. Mm. It's a great jumper. But sure. then they had Tiger Electronics that made a little handheld video game. Oh, that's true. They yeah. didn't do nothing. They didn't do nothing. No, it was just a picture that could move in two ways. I, had... I won't have you guys slander those because I got, in classic Jesse's childhood fashion, I got a secondhand copy of LCD Baseball. Mm. Uh-huh. LED? LED. Uh, e- C. CD. LCD. CD. LCD. Yeah. Liquid crystal, crystal display. Mm, not yeah. A, yeah. So uh, I got a secondhand copy of LCD Baseball like six years after it was a thing. I mean, I, to this day, think the definitive Tecmo Bowl is the LCD Tiger Tecmo Bowl. Wow. I'm sorry. It plays the most like real football. Yeah. No, I have never played real football. <laughs> but I'm assuming it's yeah. like. I had the uh, Bo Jackson Tiger. Ooh, was, yeah. Which was both football mm-hmm. and sure. baseball. Sure. He was a two-sport depending athlete. how you turned the device. <gasps> That's intense. That's really great. Mm. Bo knew knew video games, apparently. Mm -hmm. He Uh, knew. (laughs) R.I.P. Is he? No. No, he's fine. If he's dead, I'm going to be real sad that I I made that remark. I think think he's very healthy and alive and quiet and and rich somewhere. I watched the 30 for 30 on Bo Jackson, and at the end, it showed him uh, crossbow hunting. Yeah. Making his own arrows. Oh, I forgot about that part. Yeah. That's the, that's the, that's the, to me... This came up at my Thanksgiving dinner. Wow. My cousins. Well, my cousins, you know, they're from Virginia. Where's we cross on sports and bow hunting? Hmm. Okay, yeah. So one of my cousins said somebody gave him a crossbow. (laughs) (laughs) And so I'm like. That's somebody. Okay. It's. It's suspicious when someone is trying to get rid of a crossbow. <laughs> sure Maybe has. don't just take a crossbow from someone. You might. Well, who's going to turn down a crossbow? Well, I don't know. You're right. You're yeah. right. You'd be a fool. You'd be a fool to turn down the crossbow. I'm not saying that cousin is not allowed to have guns right now, but I'm not not saying <laughs> it. Okay. So somebody gave him a crossbow. Good. Do because they have any? It's good other... that he can still be armed. He seems like he's in a good place in good. his life. Sure. So emotionally we don't have to be concerned about yeah. it. Do they have any other? Uh, just quickly, any Please. other? 
weapons that are made from a regular weapon turned sideways and affixed <laughs> to the top of a gun? Oh, yeah. Is there any That's other an weapon? I think question. there's the super axe. The yeah. super axe. I remember that from childhood. Yeah. yeah. Uh, imaginary fights. Sure, yeah. We you all know? we all went into our dad's sock drawer and found his super axe. And... Yeah, what if you put a baseball bat sideways on a gun? What would that do? Oh, sure. You just couldn't get through the door, but it'd be something. Boy, I think we just started writing a Warriors reboot. <laughs> <laughs> no one take that. No one steal it. No one write the movie before we can. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every Jordan Jesse Go is brought to you by folks like you. Look to your left. Look to your right. Those people are sitting next to someone. Who is like the people who go to MaximumFun.org slash donate. And, and the other Jordan one Jesse will go. flunk out of med school. Yeah. <laughs> In summary, we're also brought to you this week by our friends at Stitch Fix. What happens when a problem comes along, Jordan? You must stitch it. They're an online personal styling service. So basically this is what happens, Jordan. Okay. You go onto their website, mm-hmm. stitchfix.com slash JJGo in this case. You tell them a few answers about your lifestyle. You say, I'm a construction worker. Mm-hmm. Um, Young professional. I'm very glamorous at night. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm part Dracula. <laughs> sure. They report that to the FBI. Mm-hmm. FBI comes in, stakes the Drac. The <laughs> and then you get some nice pants in the mail. <laughs> exactly. Dracula's dead and you're looking great. Um, no, they, they pick out clothes based on what you already like and what your lifestyle is. Mm-hmm. Your personal stylist does. They send you some stuff. No obligation. You only pay for what you love. You return the rest. And all of that shipping, the returns, the exchanges, everything, all is free. Jordan, you're a happy customer. Oh, yeah. I love Stitch Fix. Uh, they always send really cool stuff, stuff that maybe is like, you know, a little out of my style window, something I, you know, maybe would not consider in a store, but I get it from Stitch Fix. I try it on. I'm like, hey, my this butt looks, looks good. Cute. Yeah, Daddy no. like. Yeah, and I'm really amazed at how well everything fits. Can you say daddy like about yourself? I don't know. Am I my own daddy? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Jeez, there's a time travel paradox uh, yeah. <laughs> going on here. Um, why was I so negligent growing up? <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, I do really, really like Stitch Fix. Uh, it's a service I use. I believe in it, uh, and I think you should try it. You would really, really like it. You can get started now at stitchfix.com slash JJGo, and you get an extra 25% off when you keep all the items in your box. Stitchfix.com slash JJGo and get started today. Hey, I noticed on the Stitch Fix website mm-hmm. there's some gift-giving options. Oh. Did you know that it's that season? Is it really? Yeah. I I was thinking about. I was like, "What season is it?" My first guess was autumn. Yeah. Anyway, it's not. It's gift giving season. Oh, yeah. So well, then people should go to stitchfix.com/jjgo. Yeah. Hey, guess what? We also have another sponsor this week, Jordan. Our friends at Eero Home Wi-Fi Systems. Mm-hmm. The new Eero. I will be your Eero, baby. Yeah. We got to have a song for everybody, right? Oh, you kind of did that crooner style. Thank you. <laughs> Wasn't a compliment. What? I guess it was. <laughs> I chose to take it as such. What was that, like a Johnny Mathis, maybe? <laughs> yeah, kind of a Mathis. Uh, the new Eero second generation and Eero Beacon allow customers to build a Wi Fi system that is perfectly tailored 
to their home. So, Jordan, like, for example, mm-hmm. I got a split-level home. It's on a hillside. Sure. It's impossible to get the Wi-Fi from where the cable modem is downstairs up to my kitchen so I can watch the ball game while I'm doing the dishes. Yeah. This is all I want in the world. Well, sounds like you need an Eero. Seems yeah. like you need to go to Eero.com slash JJGo. The Eero Plus offers the ability to block malicious content across your network and automatically tag sites that contain violent, illegal, or adult content so you can choose what your kids can and cannot visit right in the Eero app. Never think about Wi-Fi again to get $100 off the Eero base unit and two beacons package and one year of Eero Plus. Visit Eero.com, that's E-E-R-O dot com slash JJGo and use code JJGo. That's 100 bucks off if you go to E-E-R-O dot com slash JJGo. That, that sounds great. Yeah, it's great. Sounds fantastic. Use that offer code too, JJGo. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. I will. Great. Done. Thank you. Have fun. Hey, Jordan, people yes. across this great nation are clamoring for an opportunity to see us live in person. That's true. And they can do it now if yeah. they're in one specific part of the nation. Hey, two specific parts. Okay. I'm going to be here at Max Fun HQ oh, okay. on this Saturday, mm-hmm. Saturday, December 15th, I believe it is, from great. 10 to 4 for the Put This On Holiday Sale. And not just me, Jordan. Me and my mom. Wow, Judy. Yeah, Judy's going to be here, too. She's coming down, so come visit us at 2404 Wilshire Boulevard, Mm -hmm. and uh, we will say hello. We'll sell you some holiday gifts. It's going to be a really good time. We're going to... I just got a pile of free gifts that I'm going to give away with purchase. Free gifts? Yeah, free gifts with purchase, Jordan. fun. With purchase. With purchase. Nah. Don't fuck around with me. Purchase something. Don't fuck around with me and Judy. came all the way down here. Don't break Judy's heart. (laughs) She's gone through enough already. (laughs) She already had to raise me. Ugh. Single mother. Judy. Those are the real heroes. Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm holding my phone so I can read the announcements, but I'm clapping. I did an interview the other day. Mm -hmm. Uh... Well, on a radio station called WGCU, mm-hmm. and it was really fun. It was um, it was about three songs that told the story of my life. Ah, oh, amazing! Yeah, well, great, great, great fun. And I mentioned that my parents had gotten divorced when I was three. Mm-hmm. My mom sent me a very stern email. They were uh, I was four when well, I got divorced. That's your bad. <laughs> yeah, was, yeah, that's, that's your bad. Come that on. one's on me. Yeah, it's on you. Um, we're also going to be speaking of the San Francisco Bay Area where my parents were divorced. Yeah. We're going to be at the courthouse. Can get divorced ourselves. (laughs) We're going to be up at SF Sketch Fest. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have Jordan Jesse go there on Sunday, January 20th at one o'clock afternoon show at the Punchline, uh, which is right there in downtown San Francisco. Uh, it's a great, great club. Saw David Cross there once. Oh, sure. We're the David Cross of podcasting. (laughs) Yes. I guess. Uh Uh-huh. We were in some Chipmunks movies, weren't we? I can <laughs> only assume. People were weirdly mad about it. Yeah. Come on, let the man get a job. Sure. Uh, we've also got, and this is something I'm really excited about, we're doing a huge bubble spectacular at Cobbs. Uh, it is going to be, we're blowing the doors off here, George. Oh, this is going to be a really, really cool show. This is Friday, January 19th, 10.30 p.m., Cobb's Comedy Club, an all-new episode of Bubble, our sci-fi comedy podcast that I hope you've listened to by now. Jonathan Colton's going to be there along with the cast. We're going to have all kinds of special guests mm-hmm. and exciting stuff. And this is 
In continuity. In continuity. Uh, I'm uh, I'm almost done writing it. It has, it's a very funny episode. I think. I think it's going to have a lot of laughs in this episode. Also, but, but it will be confusing. <laughs> no. no, it will not be confusing. It's good, and there's a couple plot bombs in it too. There's a couple couple revelations, Ooh. couple mysteries people have been uh, wondering about. Can I tell you something, yes. Jordan? Uh, I think there are a lot of folks who fly out to SF Sketchfest mm-hmm. or sure. drive up to or, mm-hmm. or down to SF Sketchfest. Given that you've got Judge John Hodgman. Bubble and Jordan Jesse go all in this one weekend. Plus, Hodgman's doing other stuff. Colton's sure. doing other stuff. All, I mean, how could this is the weekend to choose? If you're headed to SF Sketch Fest, pick this weekend. Come out to these shows. Come say hello to us. Nobody's going to come to our Jordan Jesse Go show. You have the open lane to us. <laughs> sure, yeah. You come and stab us if you want to. Lay across three seats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, these are going to be really, really fun shows. Uh, I'm excited about them. SFSketchFest.com. You can find all the information or just go to MaximumFun.org and, and click the links there under live shows. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the Moose Tracks man. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Michael Eagle, um, a human being. Can I recommend something to the two of you? Please. No. <laughs> no! <laughs> if you get the opportunity, and this mm. isn't, look, I, I, I don't have control over your lives as much as I'd like to think I do. Mm. Uh, I don't control your lives. I can just make suggestions. Yeah, I can sure. go wherever I want to. If you get the opportunity to become a business person, mm-hmm. I'll tell you why. When you become a business person, this is something I've learned as I've grown from, you know, solo practitioner to, um, you know, what they call a small shop mm-hmm. uh, to creative businessman, which mm-hmm. is what I am today. Does that come with a hat? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's like a tri-corner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Buckle front? <laughs> yeah, it's like a naval, it's like a British naval hat of the 17th nice. century, essentially. And when you become a magnate, you yeah. get that uh, batting helmet with the two beers on the side. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um, my suggestion to you is become a business person because when you are a business mm. person, people start to appreciate... Your business, like the fact that you could buy something from them or hire them for a service or Mm -hmm. something along these lines. Mm -hmm. And then you will receive gift baskets at Christmas. Interesting. I had never received a gift basket in my life until, let's call it, three years ago. Mm Mm-hmm. Now I'm in a place where the business is is doing well. We're where we got a lot of people work here. We got people that we work with. Mm-hmm. They send us gift baskets. We'll get three, four gift baskets over the course of December. Wow! I'm the owner. I get first pick of anything I want out of that fucking thing. Well, they have bicycles in them. What do they got? Ice yeah. cream makers. What do they got in the basket? <laughs> What's in there? Yeah, <laughs> bicycles and ice cream makers. That's actually it. most of it. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> some xanthan gum. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a thickener. <laughs> and ah, bats. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we should go into the gift basket business. <laughs> yeah. Look out, Harry and David. Here comes Jordan, Mike, and Jesse. Yeah. I, I'm um, I am a business as an entertainer. Yeah. And because of that, I have people who work for me in the, you know, in the way of 
agents sure. and in you know the mm-hmm. network that I'm working with right now. Mm-hmm. I had a birthday recently. The network and my agents got me birthday gifts. Mm. It feels so strange. What were they good good gifts? They were well meaning. Okay. All, all of them were like, all oh, these people kind of know who I am. So they, That's they, nice. They get me stuff. It wasn't just a hastily written coupon. Good for one free back rub. Twas not, but would have appreciated. <laughs> sure. Um, I don't know how to thank them because there's like so many email threads. I don't I don't know how yeah. to because none of the email threads are about my birthday. They're all about business. Mm-hmm. And then I have to like I'd have to go comb through the email threads and then try you have to, to write assemble. a nice note. I can't. I don't even look. You're you know gonna have me, to you know send about things I have. At this point, you're gonna have to send them an edible arrangement. I am. <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know all my agents. What are we looking at? Booking agent. But what other types of agent? You got a show business agent. Yeah, like but I acting? have like four of them. Yeah. And I don't know who was all in on this gift and who wasn't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they all were. Just write it. I'm to gonna leave somebody. Mike's out. agents care of Endeavor. <laughs> okay. All right. I like this plan. It, whether or not Endeavor represents you, they can. They know each other. That's fine. They can forward it around. Something I have. I some and a piece of advice I was given by a show business insider this year. Yeah. Is that always send cookies to Judd Apatow? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Right. Exactly. That guy gets shit made. Yeah. Um, if, I have heard that if you want to really make a splash with your showbiz holiday gift giving, you don't you don't send the stuff to the to the agents. They get that's 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 their biz. They're getting stuff, you know, sprayed at them from every direction. Yeah, they're drowning in iPod nanos. And so many <laughs> nanos. Everybody's sending them a nano. These guys don't know what to do. They're lousy with nanos. These guys have guys out back building mm-hmm. an addition to their house out of nanos. Mm-hmm. I see. I I heard you get a little gift for the assistants. Mm-hmm. It is someone who appreciates it more, and they 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 will remember you. These are people who are likely to climb the ladder, and you know maybe in a in a world where you you know need a response from an agent that 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 assistant will remember the. You know, dead bat you sent, yeah, and push that through. Like, Would this like be like a mounted think. bat or just a just a stiff? I like this. No, it, it's a it's a dead bat and then a Polaroid photo of you killing it. I would love. <laughs> so they know. So they know That's you good. didn't just go to a store. Because anybody can sign a certificate of authenticity. They knew you grabbed it right out of the overhead compartment and that Dutch airplane. Yeah, and in a sparkly sharpie, you circled the bat and wrote Y O U. Right there, so on they it. know. So they know it's personal. It's for you, yeah, exactly. I bought myself a gift that I needed a Polaroid photo that didn't come with it. Mm-hmm. I went. I was on eBay, mm-hmm. and I had just been cut out of a thirty for thirty about Ricky Henderson. I'm sorry. And I was so excited to have been involved in this thirty for thirty. I was. This is the podcast version, not the TV version. <laughs> I'm having trouble following this. So you know what thirty? <laughs> you know what thirty for thirty? The yes. sports documentary yes. series on ESPN. Uh huh. So there's a podcast corollary. Uh-huh. They were making one about Ricky Henderson. Okay. It came out recently. And the kind producer, a, a, a friendly acquaintance of mine. Were you really? Friends. Is this real? Yes, this is 100% real. I thought this was a bit I was trying to follow. <laughs> no. Okay. No, this is 100% real. I did probably an hour long I thought you were going to get to a thing where you tried to take a picture of your dick or something. Okay. Okay. This is real. Okay. This is totally real. So I did maybe an hour long interview about Ricky Mm -hmm. Henderson. And Mike, we don't know each other as well as Jordan and I know each other, but 
it's not hard to get me to talk about Ricky Henderson for an Ricky hour. Ricky Henderson's amazing. Easy peasy lemon squeezy. You want me to talk about how I think everybody that doesn't like Ricky Henderson is racist? Easy. It's like this. <laughs> Boom. Boom. Like that. So um, I, I can uh, – I, I did this big, long interview with my friend Chris. He, he was one of the producers on this thing. He sent me a very nice email. He said, Jesse, I'm so sorry. Bad news. You got cut out of the 30 for 30 well, by Ricky hey, Anderson. Okay, we, wait, we needed now, to now, fit in more guys that played with him. Here's the thing, right? I, mm. I get that they're coming from ESPN, 30 yeah. for 30. But what type of operation are you running where you're doing an, an audio podcast documentary? And you're interviewing people and then fucking cutting them out. That's yeah. weird. That's unfucking necessary. Thank yeah. you. That's fucking strange. Planet Money did that shit to me one time too. Why? Yeah. yeah. You've been cut out of some prestigious things. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I mean, that's. You I know. now granted the Planet Money one was about stagflation. Mm-hmm. Stag, you know, in the late 1970s, all I talked about was how people who don't like Ricky Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, okay, well, well, well. Um, <laughs> Maybe anyway, it'll show up on the DVD extras. I was sad. To the podcast. Podcasts have DVD extras, sad right? Because, you know, many more people listen mm. to the 30 for 30 podcast than listen to any podcast I've ever been on. That's and not so true. It would have been nice. It would have been nice if, uh, well, you know, Scott Ackerman invited me on Comedy Bang Bang once, but I couldn't do it, and he hasn't invited me since. Oh, gosh. He invited me to audition to be on the TV show. And hasn't spoken to me since. <laughs> <laughs> Scott's a good man. He's good. Um, so anyway, uh, I wanted to be on this because I thought, like, if there's going to be something in my Wikipedia that says what I was an expert on, I want it to be – he passed away at, at 89 and he was best known as an expert on how people who don't like Ricky Henderson are racist. It's good. That's what I want. That's how I wanted to define my legacy. Do you? Ha- did you have the age of your death in there? He did. Yeah. Wow. Eighty nine. Oh, okay. Not bad. That's that might be a couple years too long. Yeah. Well, one of Ricky Henderson's best years, though. He won the World Series with the A's. That oh, year. it's all time. So that's in. fun. And he was ALCS uh, MVP. He's also he also talked about himself in the third person amazingly. Yeah. Every year, casually, Every no year. sweat, mm. no great. sweat, not a thing to him. So I was thinking, I was feeling a little raw. And I was thinking about Ricky Henderson. Mm-hmm. So I, I, years ago, my, my colleague had put this on, emailed me this finished auction in a sports memorabilia auction that was a guy who had been a, a, like a bat boy or something or equipment manager for the A's. And it was an auction for like 18 of Ricky Henderson's signature batting gloves. Wow. Which any Ricky Henderson fan would know, he wore very distinctive batting gloves that were electric green mm. and had big pads on the back of the hands, made by Mizuno. And um, I was thinking about those, and I thought about those so many times, and I just sat down at eBay and I typed in Ricky Henderson batting glove. I'm like, I don't care. There's, there's not going to be one here. And there was one there. Mm. But I emailed the guy. I'm like, hey, what's the provenance on this batting glove? This is a well-used batting glove, and it is that type. What is that word you said? Provenance. What the hell does that mean? Where I asked him for the Polaroid of Ricky Anderson wearing the batting glove. I see. He could not provide it. Well. And you know what? I bought that shit anyway. (laughs) I'm like, who's faking that? No one. Who's faking that? Who buys the glove from the past? Mm Mm-hmm. 
You got to buy it in 1992. Or else it's not going to look right. I know because there was a kid named Jose on my baseball team who had one of them. Oh. And we could not fucking believe it. <laughs> now, that glove is also, it's the only thing you wear during lovemaking, right? <laughs> yeah, true. well, it's the only thing I make love to, that's for sure. Oh, boy. Isn't that a scene in A Mice of Men or something like that? Where is he it? makes love to one of Ricky's Oh, yeah. Love. There's the, yeah, sure. The, the evil farm man mm-hmm. keeps his, his hand, his wife. Pleasing hand, his wife pleasing hand, and, uh, and a glove full of Vaseline or something. Maybe this is a podcast us explaining the classics, <laughs> <laughs> the worst parts of every book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just went ahead and bought that shit, and it's coming in the mail. It's been coming in the mail for probably for too long. Oh, I'm gonna be frank. It's yeah. stuck in a holiday rush. I think. I see a holiday rush, but. Uh, yeah, I just decided that uh, it seemed like it would be too much work to fake. But I, think, I, I think that's good thinking. I did have fantasies about taking it to the cool sports lady from the Antiques Roadshow to authenticate it. Is there a cool sports lady? She's a totally a cool sports lady. She's like she's a total New Yorky New York lady. Mm-hmm. There's two New Yorky New York people. One is the jewelry guy. He's he he's like a total New Yorky guy. And the other is the sports lady. Like, you know she, like, loves the Mets and the Yankees or whatever. And, you know, like Mickey Mantle or something. She's a cool, fun lady. The other cool lady is the pop culture lady. She's in L.A. I've never watched. She's kind of a Flo from Progressive. Type <laughs> oh, lady. lovely. Yeah, she's cute. Flo's been doing it for a while now. Yeah, she's paid. She is in there. Why are we not Flo? Well, somebody should. Uh, I not, mean, we're not sh- a charm, charm deficit. I'm guessing it's <laughs> part of it. I'm, you know, I'm, you know what upsets me hmm. is that the uh, the uh, Verizon guy is a Sprint guy now. That really bothers me. He re- really makes him seem sharky to me. It I makes, mean, you know, and he's just trying to get paid himself. I get it. And I shouldn't. To yeah, me, his sitcom didn't get picked up. What's he supposed to do? I don't know. But to me, like that makes him look bad. Like a traitor. And Sprint look a bad. Tra- coward. And Did I, you, I have it's getting like a used up. That's disgusting. Yeah, you know? that's weird. I, here's what I'm. Here's what I'm worried about. This came up for me on the way on the drive in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have I have nothing but uh, great things to say about the talented actor John Hamm. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's uh, great in dramatic roles. He's a very large penis. And sure, and he's got that <laughs> got that crank monster mm. crank. He's got that that Lincoln log down it's, there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's <laughs> got that zucchini in his trousers. Sure, and uh, and of course he's he's uh, quite funny in funny roles. I don't need to explain that to the mm-hmm. two of you. He does a great job, and he's easy on the eyes. He is. He's a handsome devil, especially when he's got that Lincoln on the couch. Yeah, right? sure. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> so he keeps it in a velvet glove have, <laughs> filled with Vaseline. I have nothing bad to say about John Hamm, and John John Hamm has. The job that if I could have any job in show business, I would want. Hmm. John Hamm is the voice of Mercedes-Benz commercials. True. The reason I want this job is not because I love Mercedes-Benz's so much. They're perfectly fine. It's a good car and everything. But it's not that. It's just – it's like the job where you get the most paid relative to the least amount of work Mm. and like personal – like extension like they use famous people's voices for these things because it's not not because people are going to be like well i guess john ham endorses it's just because his name his voice is kind of familiar and it's it makes evocative. people feel comfortable mm-hmm. and 
So I want, I was very briefly once up, f- f- thought I was going to be the voice of JetBlue. Mm. Radio commercials for JetBlue. And it was, they told me how much money you make, which is like, I don't remember, it was like $100,000 a year for going in once every two weeks for an hour. That sounds wonderful. And I was like, this is the greatest job anyone could ever have in the history of the world. Now, part of that is John Hamm's a dignified man with a lot of dignity. And he's a gifted actor, a real artist. And he doesn't have to put his face or his name out there in these Mercedes-Benz commercials, right? And Mercedes-Benz commercials are dignified in tone. Mm-hmm. There's no come on down to the chuckle hut. That's right. There's there's no nothing needy. There's he no just, shucking and jiving. He mm-hmm. just has to say, he just has to go on the TV. And describe sexy engine parts. And just say with 12, mm-hmm. with 12 bold cylinders. <laughs> The Mercedes, the look, 2018 look out, John. Mercedes Here comes CK, is the most refined experience on the road. The end. That's, That's all he has to say. Until, until, now, I just heard oh, no. a goofy Mercedes-Benz radio commercial where John Hamm, as the voice of Mercedes-Benz, has to be pretend to be the ghost of like Christmas cars past. <laughs> and I felt so terrible for John Hamm because what happened must have been, I can only presume, they were giving him all these, they hired him because he's so dignified. They Because he has a beautiful voice. He's a great actor. They were, they have a dignified brand. They were going with that for five years, let's say. At least five years John Hamm's been doing this. Then one day, some guy at a fucking ad agency saw an episode of Kimmy Schmidt that mm-hmm. had John Hamm in sure. it. They realized. thought, we're not taking advantage of John Hamm's other side. He can do voices and everything. And now John Hamm's got to do goofy radio commercials. There is a, are the, I don't know if this is national or not. I think it's local. The, uh, you're killing me, Larry. Do you guys Ooh, know this? Yeah. Uh, or your mattress is it's free. So this is these are mattress men who are on the radio, and I think also on TV. I think I've seen these mattress men on TV. Is the mattress men a podcast? If not, don't take that. (laughs) Don't take that. Don't write the Warriors reboot. Yeah. Don't take our mattress men podcast. Um, Who would sponsor such a thing? (laughs) Well, there's no way to find a. I'm going Blue Apron. Probably Blue Apron. (laughs) Um. Let me add them cakes. Yeah. Um, so these, there's, so the premise of these commercials has always been: there's a guy, there's Larry who wants to give everybody a deal, right? And then there's Larry's friend or accountant, companion. Or some, oh yes. yeah, they, there is a close relationship. It, they're very close. Maybe it's. More you think than, it's romantic? It could be. It could be. You, you yeah. sense it. There's Illicit a little romance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Larry wants to wants to give you a deal. Mm-hmm. This other guy, he's he's in it for the bucks, and you know. And at the end, and, and, and or maybe not the end of the commercial, but at some at some point in the commercial, he'll always go, "You're killing me, Larry." Mm-hmm. A very distinct delivery, very effective, very memorable. Um, and they will, you know, like local commercial guys do, they will have you know holiday ones, they'll have Christmas ones, they'll have New Year's ones. And I remember this is maybe ten years ago. They had a Halloween one <laughs> where Larry is talking about the deal, and then you hear this, you know, kind of poof. And a flame sound and a demonic voice go, 
Larry, I think you can do better than that. And the accountant goes, it's the devil, Larry. (laughs) I love the reality of this where these two men have seen the devil. They've seen the devil. They're simple mattress men, but they got to see Satan. He appeared before them. Me, I'm just a simple mattress man. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. It's the devil, Larry! And he knew who it was immediately. He knew it was the devil. They should be sponsoring public execution. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Why are they sponsoring Dynasty reruns? Am I right? Yeah. I presume you're watching Dynasty reruns. Uh, Can I back up the sports memorabilia real quick? Yeah. Mike, are there – what's the holy grail of wrestling memorabilia? You were a wrestling man. Um, From the hit podcast, Tights and Fights. Probably one of Ric Flair's robes Mm. would probably Mm -hmm. be the pinnacle of nerd boy fandom. Oh, my God. I'm jizzing touching (laughs) Ric Flair. What about one of Andre the Giant's little black briefs? He didn't – oh, he did wear a little black black briefs. But what I remember more is the one strap on – Oh, like the singlet. Yes, the singlet with the one strap and the boob hanging out of Hmm. one. That's what I remember. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So, you know. Is there a – What did you – now, hold on, sir. Jordan, this is an important question. Okay. What did you wear to rap profession to to wrestle professionally when you got into a rap battle well, with a regional wrestler? Okay, and then flew to his town to rap to wrestle against him. I'll break down my outfit for you. Yeah, sleeveless T-shirt. Sure, trying to look menacing, right? Right, sure. Yeah, so you <laughs> drop those guns. That's yeah, right. so you want to look like a mechanic. Exactly. Did you check the hours on the show to make sure the gun show mm-hmm. was open? Mm-hmm. Okay, those hours were quite open and uh, long, long basketball shorts because. Didn't know what else to do down there. <laughs> right. um, and then I wore like some some like. So you figured you'd go with a laundry day staple. Yeah. I mm-hmm. wanted to make it look like um, I was in a pickup basketball game where I was sure a fight was going to break out. Oh, yeah. That was my style. You mm-hmm. were kind of going for a, I almost said a dead man don't wear, dead men don't wear plaid look. <laughs> a white man can't jump yes, look. Yes, ab- Absolutely. And, but I, it would I be great if you did armor. a Dead Man Don't Wear Plaid. I don't even look. know what that means. That was a Steve Martin movie. Oh. Like a Steve Martin a noir, noir parody. parody. Sure. Um, so you wore you wore a basketball short. Did you wear uh, a basketball sneaker? Yes. Mm-hmm. What was your opponent wearing? Ooh, uh, shirtless. Mm-hmm. How do you look? F- huh? How do you look? Ooh, uh, was he ready for shirtlessness? Uh, he's good. Yeah, he, yeah, he's shirtless most of the time. Right, he he does this for a living. Sure, so he's you know he's he's done a fair number of push-ups in his time. He did a fair number that day. Okay. I saw him. Like, oh gosh, um, he's appropriately oiled. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he his, was it a fragrant oil? Not to my knowledge, okay. but uh, I had trouble breathing at the time. So, <laughs> right, um, sure. don't know. But uh, as yeah. the phrase was pressed into his bosom, yes, <laughs> nestled, um, <laughs> bare chested, bare armed, and uh. Very ill-fitting, like, church trousers. <laughs> okay, oh, wow. wow. Those sound itchy. Yeah. It was, I mean, they were too big. Right. Uh, they were almost baggy. Mm-hmm. Like work pants, maybe? No. Like, like... Like uh, Hagar slacks? Yeah, pleated down the oh, sides. Wow. Like... Yeah. yeah. That's, a, that's a look. Yeah, and like some, like some loafers. He was trying to do some... He was attempting... And, and a do-rag. And a do-rag. And a do-rag. He's a white man. He's the whitest man. So <laughs> he probably wasn't concerned about uh, sleeping on his hair. No. Or... No, he was only concerned with cultural appropriation. Mm. Got it. That was Is the that reason like... we were fighting. 
Is that like his heel yes. gimmick is Absolutely. the appropriator? He's a terrible rapper. Wow. Wow. Terrible rapper. I saw some of his raps. They're, they're... I saw one in a grocery store. That's the one to see. <laughs> that is the one to. You look weren't at. in the grocery store. He was rapping in a video in a grocery store. No, it is uh, in a world of. We've had a lot. Generally, bad raps have gotten a lot better. This is true. Over mm-hmm. time, he was doing a special kind of old school, vintage, mm. terrible rap. It didn't start with "My name is Wrestler" and I'm here to say. <laughs> Could have. It was implied. Yeah, it was implied. That was Somehow, an unspoken ethos. I think that would have had a fun-loving flair that <laughs> this mm. this lacked. Mm. There was no. There was nothing fun about this. That's why I had to fight him. Are you retired from professional wrestling? Undefeated and retired. Congratulations. Thank one you. for one. Thank you. One for one. Mm-hmm. What kind of payout do you think it would take to get you back in the ring? Uh, uh, either $50,000 or David Arquette. I'd wrestle David Arquette for free. <laughs> someone, really? I knew Absolutely. someone who was at that David Arquette thing mm-hmm. and described. I guess David Arquette recently... He's following in my footsteps. Yes, filled in. Yes, he's uh, he's he, right. Yeah, he uh, he's a huge fan. He's on the Reddit. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> David Arquette filled in for someone at like a indie wrestling match, and they let they let the you know I I don't know the do terms. They, yeah, the terms. Yeah, I, David Arquette had like um, fluorescent bulbs broken on him. Yeah, he did a death match, and he had his face altered with a pizza cutter. Yeah, right. Yeah, he. Uh, he did it. I wouldn't do that, but he did that because he's crazy. Yeah. That's mm. former WCW champion David Arquette. <laughs> that's right. That's true. That's, that's what, world championship wrestling. So what's that's it? from from here clear around the globe. Mm-hmm. From here to China and back again. When they say world. They mean world. <laughs> there wasn't like Billy Corrigan, the WCW champion no, for a time. But Billy Corrigan owns the National Wrestling Alliance now. Okay. It does. Does he wrestle himself? He does not. Okay. I think he's been involved with some angles, but he never actually did a match. Gotcha. Wait, and National Wrestling Alliance, is that the thing that's in competition with the WWF? It was in the 70s. (laughs) (laughs) Now is it a loose collection of people not employed by What was the one that had And also Billy Corrigan. Yes. What was the one that had Evil Hulk Hogan? And by Evil Hulk Hogan, I mean... Other than <laughs> our the, the, the man yeah. Hulk Hogan, yeah. who is an evil man. Yeah. Talk about Hollywood Hogan, his heel character. Yeah. That was that was WCW. He, mm-hmm. he okay. held the same belt that David Arquette held. <laughs> wow, what a, yeah. it wasn't even that far apart. Yeah, yeah. Do you think David Arquette's ever said the N word? <laughs> oh Lord, hard to say. Uh, you're a real anti-Hulk Hogan activist. Uh, yeah, stop, stop watching WWE because they brought him back. I'm, gr- I'm grateful. I'm grateful to you and the uh, and the crew over at Tights and Fights mm. uh, for speaking up against that genuine monster of a human How being. About it, he won't even apologize. Right? Uh, did he do a half-assed apology? His shit was every every time he was asked about it, it was something along the lines of. Well, where I grew up, people use language like that. Oh, well, okay, come on, guys. He's a product of his environment. He's like, well, when I was a kid, they wouldn't have been allowed at the lunch counter. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm still shocked. (laughs) So, you know, he's got no regard for hurt feelings. But he's not undefeated. 
He's not undefeated. Guess who's undefeated? My friend, Open Mike Eagle. This guy, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Undefeated right. and still sure. champion. Open Mike Eagle, the David Arquette of rap. <laughs> 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 we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Hey, if you like your podcast to be focused and well-researched and your podcast host to be uncharismatic, unhorny strangers who have no interest in horses, then this is not the podcast for you. Again, what's your deal? <laughs> I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Our show's called Baby Geniuses. And its hosts are horny adult idiots. We discover weird Wikipedia pages every episode. We discuss institutional misogyny. We ask each other the dumbest questions and our listeners won't stop sending us pictures of their butts. We haven't asked them to stop, but they also aren't stopping. Join us on Baby Geniuses every other week on MaximumFun.org. I'm bailiff Jesse Thorne, and I'm Judge John Hodgman. If you live on the west coast of North America, we're coming your way. That's right. Judge John Hodgman is taking justice to the west coast on tour. Starting where? Vancouver, British Columbia, January 15th, then to Seattle, Washington on the 16th, Portland, Oregon on the 17th, San Francisco, California on the 18th, and Los Angeles, California, the City of Angels on January 22nd. Tickets are on sale now. You can find links to all of the shows at MaximumFun.org. And if you're going to be in one of those cities and you have a dispute we can try on stage, send it to us. Just go to MaximumFun.org slash JJHO or email Hodgman at MaximumFun.org. I'm ready to judge you on the road. Take that, Jack Kerouac, author of On the Road. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Michael Eagle, amateur elephant doctor. When something momentous happens to you, like you get in a feud on Twitter with a regional professional wrestler in the southeast. My ears are perking up. Um, and then you fly there at your own expense mm-hmm. uh, to wrestle against him in a locally televised oh boy wrestling match. Sure, yes, that's what we call a momentous occasion. <laughs> uh, and we ask you when something momentous happens to you to call us at two zero six nine eight four four fun. Brian, before we play the first call, play the grocery store rap. <laughs> Price check on whackness. Down on aisle three. You wouldn't even we got a fire sale on haters. I'm talking O-M-E. See, Mike Eagle got you all swerved and confused. Sneak into my house? Must be nuts, like some cashews. See, Mike, I want your clearance aisle ass face-to-face, one-on-one. So Charlotte Jones can eat you up like free samples, son. See, no games... No sneaking up behind me. Mike, you like some uncooked chicken. Cold. Slimy. I'm calling you out this Wednesday. You versus me. 
the rap battle of the century. What the people want to see. Come on, Mike, show up. Get folded like a futon. There won't be anything to save. Video Dave can save his coupon. Come on, Mike. Get wrecked. Game is out of stock, son. No need for a price check. Now, my God, now I gotta go out and fight a stranger in the street. Yeah. I'm triggered now. Sneak up behind me. No games. You can't sneak up behind me. You are cold and slimy. Yeah. He didn't even say Ann. When I hit something with a folding chair. Yeah. <laughs> you got to do it. That's where I'm at. You wouldn't – you'd fly somewhere and fight somebody that did something like that. Depends yes. where, but yeah. I mean, little, certainly little, if little, it was in gay Paris. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful this time of year. Cafe culture. Sure, well, yeah. Well, clearly Louisville, Kentucky is second, right? And then like, Louisville, Kentucky, <laughs> gay Paris. There you go. And uh, the moon. <laughs> Did it make you want to move to Louisville, Kentucky? Actually, I had a great time. Yeah, that's what I keep thinking. <laughs> Other than when fun. I was fighting, I yeah. had a great time. I feel like Louisville, Kentucky is like the last place left to move to. Yeah. Whereas you like you people are like, Louisville, Kentucky is pretty nice. Pretty cool there. It almost went bad, though. The first place we went when we had free time was to uh, what was advertised as a karaoke place. But uh, it had a sticky floor, so we had to leave. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goodness gracious. Yeah. It's... I've been in some sticky karaoke's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been in some sticky karaoke's. It was, it was my first time. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. you never forget. Mm-mm. It's special. Mm-mm. What What happens in those? Somebody just puts on Love to Love You by Donna Summer. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yes, everyone just <laughs> expels whatever fluid they have. Exactly. Yeah. It's hot. It's hot. A little bit of that Castlevania film all over <laughs> yeah, the Yeah, sure. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's Let's, long, so you can put it on while you go to the bathroom. <laughs> Let's take our first call. The 12-inch edit. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and Go. Um, or probably Chris Fairbanks. Um, nope. So I just got off of work, 11 o'clock, and I'd pull up to my apartment building, and my neighbor's fucking balcony was on fire. I literally fucking fly up the stairs. I pound on the door. This confused-looking 65-year-old missing half his teeth uh, opens the door like, what? And literally his death was on fucking fire. And I had to help him put it out. And now we're waiting on the fire department. Yeah, so at least it's out, and my apartment's fine. And yeah, thanks. <laughs> I have so many notes. Take that, old man. Do you think his teeth burned out? Is that how he lost his teeth now, to okay. the fire? On teeth. Okay. He said half his teeth. Yeah. Mm. Top half, bottom half, right half, left half. What are we talking about? <laughs> yeah. What are we talking about? That's here? telling. I think he's got... Maybe it's selective where it's not... I think it's maybe you're assuming he lost them all in one thing. <laughs> maybe I he's told. just had a lifetime of gradual tooth loss. And we're at, we're at the halfway point now. Two-thirds yeah. of his teeth mm-hmm. from left to right, and then the la- the other third was dreadlocks. <laughs> oh, fun. Wow. That takes some dead dication. <laughs> and he said uh, he... Uh, Literally flew up the stairs. I yeah, I so, think uh, somebody needs to take a look at what literally means. Because what are you a bird? I, I mean, what, I'm just I'm crazy. I just think that maybe he's got superpowers. He's not telling us. About. Oh, he should have included this. In the do you think this is some kind of Superboy? I think that he's trying to he's trying to come out of the closet as a superhero in his call. Wow. Oh. No, I bet it is because I bet it is there is a psychological toll. That keeping the secret identity takes. 
And, he's and I bet you were just, you want to confess. You want to tell guys Mary Jane and Aunt May <laughs> who you are, and you can't do it because Electro will get them. Mm-hmm. And so you just call your favorite podcast. I don't mean to brag, mm. but I think we are the podcast that unmasked Flat Man. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I'll, I'll go you one further. In his crack up, I do believe he set this fire. Oh, mm. sure. Conveniently, when I pull up at home. There's this old man I've been dying to talk to. Some guy. We can never seem to sync up. And some guy just doesn't know his balcony is on fire. <laughs> really? Convenient, Mr. Flying Man. <laughs> he was watching his programs. <laughs> he was. In there watching my programs. Mm-hmm. How do you light a balcony on fire? Why, why, how is it made of something flammable? Well, maybe you have a little grill out there. Oh, yeah. Like mm-hmm. a hibachi? A little hibachi, sure. Yeah. I mean, and that's that was where my mind went Might be one of those ceramic smokers. like a, Oh, a, a, yeah, like a, sure, one of those green, green eggs. eggs. Yeah, yeah it sure. could be the... I'd say probably the small size big green egg. Mm-hmm. But you could still you could make ribs in there. Oh yeah, make brisket. Sounds like a great place to make some ribs. It was a George Foreman grill. <laughs> oh wow! Oh, yeah, just attached to a sparking yes. extension cord. That's, that's what happened. And he was trying to make a newspaper panini, <laughs> and, he, and he doused it with gasoline, <laughs> right? And threw a match on it. <laughs> I mean, you make fun, Jordan. You make fun of newspaper paninis. <laughs> I do on every episode of this show. I really suck it to newspaper paninis. Well, but the honest that truth that is mm-hmm. that it the. The newspaper tastes a lot better when that cheese is melted. It's true. It does. Yeah. Kind of like, you know, it gives it a a piquant. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You put the mayonnaise on before Mm -hmm. and then it kind of soaks in there in a nice way. Mm -hmm. Right. You do it it out of order. You got gross British food. Crisps. You don't don't want that at all. You You know, you put put, uh, mayonnaise on the outside of a grilled cheese sandwich. Sure. Yeah. That's great. Seems difficult to I heard that you can put. It is is a little gross, but gross. it does make make it very crusty. Make gives it a nice crispiness. Okay, I learned that from my friend Mariel Reyes, who mm. used to work on a grilled cheese truck. She's like, "Oh yeah, put mayonnaise on it." Wow, she's like, "You're putting butter on there, amateur hour. Put mm. mayo on there." But apparently, you do this for steaks too. Put mayonnaise on them. Yeah, I'm not what? so sure about this. Why? I'll try that to to crisp the outside to crisp, crispy steak. to get a to get a sear. With chicken frying them? Is that what we're doing? Essentially. <laughs> oh, seems horrifying. <laughs> what are we, chicken frying steaks? <laughs> sure. <laughs> what is this, a great menu item sure, from a is, diner? <laughs> yeah, what is this, something my mom made a lot? <laughs> what is this, something everyone loves who's ever had it? <laughs> Sorry, I, I don't like Waffle House. What can I say? Okay, well. You're, you're not on board for a chicken fried steak? I am not. Are you vegetarian? No, I just don't like them. Because to me, you should chicken fry chicken. <laughs> it's against God. Yeah, you should steak cook steak. You think mm. it's in defiance of the Lord's will? I think it's just bad. To be it's fair, against the natural <laughs> order. Yeah. Are you? Do you always vote natural law? I try to. Mm-hmm. Okay. To be fair, the steak that you're that you're chicken that you're chicken frying is not good steak. It's not the best. It's steak. not the best steak. Not the best steak. In fact, it's the worst steak. Sure, yeah. That's why you're chicken frying. So maybe you just shouldn't eat that piece at all. <laughs> yes, maybe perhaps, just... perhaps. If you need to do all this shit to it, why are you eating it in the first just place? I'll man, take that put, argument. Use it to fit, fatten up the next cow. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, or just to fuck with them, you know. Yeah. Here you go, boss. That's all you get. Sorry. You guys see the big cow that's not really the big cow? I have seen. Is that big cow not real? The Twitter big cow? I guess it is technically a big cow. 
but it is from a uh, a breed of cow that is naturally huge, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they surrounded it with tiny cows. But that's, that's impressive in its breed. own way. Yeah, that's what I assumed is small much. cows. Oh, I, I mean, I, uh, when I saw, you, I, I, I thought the cow was big. I'm with giant you, Mike. Freak cow. I'm the, the cow's big. <laughs> I thought it was the Andre the Giant of cows. <laughs> right, guys. You know what I just found out? I didn't know about this until two days ago. You know, you guys know about uh, NBA legend Manute Bull. <laughs> uh-huh. He was just surrounded by small cows. <laughs> yeah, <anyway>. <laughs> <laughs> he the... did kill a lion once. <laughs> yeah. Um, Manute Bowl, the late Manute Bowl, he passed a, a few years ago, mm-hmm. has a son who's apparently has a great jump shot yep. uh, in college basketball, playing college basketball right now. His name is Bowl Bowl. Mm. I remember I I went from not being aware of Bowl Bowl. Now you're obsessed. To being the number <laughs> one Bowl Bowl fan in America. I watched him shoot one, like, Steph Curry-style five feet behind the three-point line three-point shot. Is he giant? Oh, he's a full-size uh, giant. He's uh, he's 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 seven foot. He's not mm. Minute Bowl size. Okay. He's over seven feet. I want to say he's seven two. Okay. Uh, which is bigger than most. That is large. That's a large person. Bigger than most couldn't fit to here. his credit. Couldn't fit in here, probably. Right, probably bump his noggin. Yeah. yeah. That's the last thing we want. We yeah. want to keep that noggin clean so you can get that NBA money. If you get a tall pod, t- podcast guest in here, you can't you can't let him sit. There's... I would love to interview the big cow sometime if the big cow wanted to come in here. I think. that The elevator might be tough. That's the, true, yeah. The big I'd cow. love to see the big cow interview Bull Bull. I see. Sure. Bull Bull should just ride the big cow Oh, everywhere. yeah. 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 That's a good look. I don't but think not, Bull Bull. I don't think Bull Bull has ever killed a lion. That's sort of the downside of. Bull. And even if he did, did he make his own arrows? Yeah. Right. That's the Bo Jackson shit. Mm-hmm. Right there. Uh, We're talking about sports sports <laughs> stars in nineteen eighty nine. And how they kill things. <laughs> Brian, you were Jordan, saying. Would this you is like a... to take this opportunity to bring up Jim Abbott briefly? <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He could kill a man with one hand. <laughs> right here. Had to. Yeah. Only way he could. Yeah. Had uh, to. Brian, you. Well, it was a life or death situation. Sure. Yeah, it was exactly. Him or him. It was him or. Yeah. Brian, this was a two part call, did you say? Yeah. Maybe we'll get an answer to how one sets a balcony on fire and. Which teeth were missing? And yes. And if we. <laughs> no. <laughs> Brian. Okay. And if maybe this guy is secretly the sentry. Yeah, okay. Press play like my girl Madeline Brand. Okay, so I just called, and I just had a fire on my neighbor's deck. Um, so, update, everything's out. The fire department came and scanned the, the, the wood with an infrared thing. So it's out. Um, uh, half the building just called me a hero, and that made me almost throw up in front of all of them, and I don't like it. And now, shit, how long am I going to go to sleep? Okay, uh, never mind. Thank you, guys. Um, love you. Bye. Love you, too. Love you, too. But not, um, in, that, but not in that way. I'm undecided. No. Only as a friend. About whether you love him in that way Absolutely. or as a friend? Yeah. <laughs> you know. It's so going to take yeah. some time. He I sounds cute. I don't know. You know how you figure it out? On the other hand, we're married. <laughs> oh, I didn't know. You figure it out. Go on vacation together. And you see how you are together in a close space. You're right. How you deal with downtime together. It's mm-hmm. a real proving ground for a relationship. That's yeah. true. Just a long weekend to Santa Barbara. 
you in the sky. I, I like it. And then, but I feel like something's going to end up on fire. It's true. Look, he said half the building called him a hero. Mm. The other half, the other half called him a villain because they know that's how it is when you're a superhero. Mm. Sure. Well, hero or menace. <laughs> right. Yeah. With that J. Half, Jonah Jameson out there. Yeah. The, the other Daily half Bugle. called him a serial pyromaniac <laughs> and, and pleaded with him to move. Do you think the. The Greatest ha- danger to Louisville, Flatman. Yes, <laughs> Flip. the man who can fly. So we need it. Which half of the neighbors don't like you, and which half of the teeth are gone? Yes, we have two. You got big paint. mysteries. Tell him next time an emergency happens, he needs to paint the picture clear. Thank you, Jordan. I don't think there has ever been a clearer instance of a need for fan art mm. from the <laughs> okay. Jordan Jesse go. Then a draw the old man whose balcony was on fire of the legendary superhero Flatman, the man <laughs> who could fly, saving a balcony from fire. Sure, yeah, and preserving the life of a half toothless man. Watercolors or a half toothsome man, mm-hmm. which is to say, Chewy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I would like to see his uh, alter ego, Jonathan Flatman. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, like mild-mannered to, reporter. Yes, I'd like to see that in the rendering. Do you mm-hmm. think the guy with half the teeth's name was Chewy? <laughs> <laughs> would be great. <laughs> His given name is Jesus. Sure, but, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 206-984-4-FUN. Make the art and put it on Twitter or something. Or email it to Brian, jjgoatmaximumfun.org. We'll put it on the Facebook. We'll make a comic book of Flatman. <laughs> This is what I'm thinking. It's like in a comic book style. Right. Sure. Yeah. Superheroes, supervillains. Right. Wham. Pow. Zach. Chew. <laughs> Tooth. Gum. Flame. <laughs> Jail. Taft <laughs> Jail. Gum. Yeah. Uh, 206-984-4-FUN. Or uh, hit us with a voice memo, jjgoatmaximumfun.org. That works great, too. We'll be back in just a second on George Jessica. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Michael Eagle, and I walked here. I'm going to call myself Bumpy Knuckles from now on. I think you should. I don't think Freddie, the rapper Freddie Fox, is using that anymore. I don't think I can. I think I can slide it. If there's a chance he could hear it, I would say don't do it. (laughs) (laughs) I would definitely lose a fight against sixty-year-old rapper Bumpy Knuckles. He would beat the hell from all three of us Mm. at once. I don't need that. I don't need that. You don't. Well, DJ Premier cut in Mm. laughs. (laughs) Right. Ha ha. I think I'll just be electro. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. You like the genre of music? Uh, no, I was going to the Spider-Man villain <laughs> oh, okay. I mentioned earlier. But, oh, yeah, uh, if you're going to be electro yeah. in general, can I be the freaks come out at night specifically? <laughs> like sure. Yeah. That. <laughs> I would like to be Miami bass. <laughs> can I tell you, I went to a Houdini concert once. Not bragging. Just mm-hmm. this, this is just the reality of my life. I saw Houdini in concert once. It's okay. Uh, and uh, Houdini... First of all, well, I mean, when I say they still wear the hats, I mean, when I saw them 20 years ago, they still wear that. But 20 years ago was still 20 years past their prime. True. So uh, These are wide-brim leather hats, right? Yeah, these are wide-brim black leather, like Zorro hats. Mm-hmm. They wear pretty much Zorro outfits, which is an unusual choice for rappers. Actually, in the 80s. <laughs> Not that unusual. Not at all. But it was only unusual in the sense they weren't dressed like cowboys. <laughs> Melly Mel and the Furious Five used to dress like He-Man villains. Yeah, that's very <laughs> They true. had shoulder pads with spikes. They were like the Legion of Doom. It was the show that I saw them on was them, the Sugar Hill Gang, 
when all of them were still alive, I think, mm-hmm. and Run DMC. Oh, wow. And uh, uh, Run DMC headlined, obviously. Yeah. Um, but when Houdini came on, uh, and this was actually, now that I think about it, Jam Master Jay was still alive. So he was still in Run DMC. This was late in his life. Mm. But uh, when when Houdini came on, fucking women in the audience flipped the fuck out. That's awesome. Like, the only reaction I've seen like that is, like, I don't know. Like, I've been to some R&B concerts. Like, I've been to an Usher concert mm. one time. But nothing like that at the Usher concert. Nothing on that level at the Usher concert. How big was this venue? Mm, This was like maybe a... uh, This was in Berkeley, and I'm going to say it was a 500-seat venue. Mm -hmm. But it was like an outdoor kind of festival-y kind of situation. 500, I'm going to say. Maybe 700. Um, But uh, it was was a ton of fun. But you have never seen so many... 40-year-old women rush the stage uh, to touch the leather brim of the leather <laughs> hat of the guys from Houdini as at that Houdini concert. Mm-hmm. Houdini guys, they got, their, they got their fingers on the pulse of a certain subcultural group. They're young, hip, swinging cats. Yeah, well, you know what I like about freaks? They're really good lovers. <laughs> Mike, you've got a brand new record. What's it called? It's called What Happens When I Try to Relax. And uh, people can purchase it where? They can buy it uh, from Bandcamp, and they can, like, buy it on, like, iTunes. Um, I think those are the only two places. Bandcamp's a great place to buy it. You can just go there and buy it, no hassle. That's true. And a, no hassle. And the, the their cut is modest. It is. Very humble. Very fair cut. And uh, so Mike will get a lot of the money. That's true. So you should go to Bandcamp yeah. and buy open Mike Eagle's brand new record. I'd appreciate it. Because you're going to enjoy it. It's great. I love it. I've been listening to it often. It's terrific. Thank you very, very mm-hmm. much. He's a good man. He's a good rapper. I try to be both. Made his own rap album mm-hmm. that you can purchase right there at Bandcamp. Yep. Made it in my house. Right there. Go to internet. Yep. Mm-hmm. Dot type Bandcamp. Well, so hold on. First, drive to your local cyber cafe. We don't want to leave out any steps. Drive to your local cyber cafe. Yes. Purchase a boba. Yeah. <laughs> Do not cyber. No, don't cyber. Even Do if someone not. asks you where, where your, what your age, sex, and location is. I was going to say language. <laughs> but to effectively cyber, I guess you would have to have a shared language. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. Are you talking about ESLASL? ESLASL, <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's difficult. And if you are a fan of wrestling, the Wrestle Gang, all those, all those ladies and fellas yep. from Brutus, the Barber Beefcake. Mm-hmm. Did you know he had his, his trunks made by the same people who did Steven Tyler stuff for Aerosmith? No. no. That's, that's why, interesting. That's why the, he also had thigh meat coming out of the side of his, <laughs> his pants. <laughs> Which rappers have their suits made by nudie? That's what I want to know. <laughs> Famous rapper Hank Snow. <laughs> Hank Snow. Um, Hank Snow could be, that is both a good country music singer name and a not half bad rap name. I mean, but is that Snow's first name, Hank? Yeah. <laughs> Henry. What if Hank Henry? Snow. What if Snow was country singer Hank Snow? <laughs> like Chris Gaines is the he pop rock pivoted. version. That, sure. that explains the second single. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just a step. 
in the progressions. Mm-hmm. Competent. Um, Mike Eagle, you can find uh, podcast-wise anytime on the Tights and Fights podcast alongside uh, past guests Hal Lublin and Danielle Radford. I'd encourage you to do that if you're a, if you're a fan of what I call the gorgeous art. It is. <laughs> it's, it's a great name for it. They should adopt that Thank in the business. You. What I call theatrical punching. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know what? If you're out there and you listen to Tights and Fights already, Here's here's a little bonus for you. If you want to, you can call it tightsy fightsy. That's what I call it inside my head. Mm. <laughs> tightsy fightsy. And this is where I learned that, folks. How's things with tightsy fightsy? I'll say next time you walk past my desk, Mike. Uh, Brian Sunny D Fernandez is our producer. Uh, you can hashtag it on Twitter. Hashtag JJ Go. If you have corrections for us, uh, we do love to hear those on Twitter. Go ahead and send those to <laughs> at JD Power at JD Power on Twitter. Um, they're in charge of quality control for the program. <laughs> you can find us on Reddit at MaximumFun.Reddit.com. You can find Mike on Reddit at Hip Hop Heads. Every day. Mm-hmm. .Reddit.com. Hey, maybe they'll talk about this episode and how much they like it. Jesse, start that thread. It used to be like people talking about Sage Francis. Mm. You know? <laughs> and sure. Then now it's guys with face tattoos. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, like Xanax is my understanding. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah, yeah, lots of that. That's my understanding. Downers. I don't know what that does. I don't know what the Xanax does for mm-hmm. you if you don't have the uh, mental health conditions mm-hmm. that would lead it to be legally prescribed. Honestly, don't know what it does. What does it do? Make you tired? It's anti-anxiety. It chills you out. You yeah. just get really chill. Yeah, but if you do too much of it, you die. Yeah, yeah. you might want to be a little. You might want to be anxious a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Hey, kids, don't do a drug that's not prescribed for you. Oh, wow. Sorry. Pretty bold. But I know kids listen to this. Sincere. Thank you. I mean it. I mean it. They give you stuffed up. No. Get a prescription for that. Even if it's over the counter. Really? Consult your doctor and learn what medications are right for you. You can get it over the counter usually, but you have to go to the pharmacist. Yeah. Otherwise, you're getting the Sudafed that has the 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 not that good active ingredient. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. You want to get the one with the Mm -hmm. Mm pseudoephedrine. Mm-hmm. The namesake of Sudafed. This guy knows what he's talking about. Hey, Clearly. Turn that into meth. <laughs> oh. So wow. that's why you have yeah. to get it from the pharmacist. But you don't need a prescription. Well, anyway, we've yeah. had a lot of fun. <laughs> what, a bu- what a blast. We had a lot of fun on the program. Find us on Facebook. Uh, we're on Twitter at Jesse Thorne, at Jordan underscore Morris. And uh, Mike, you are at? Mike underscore Eagle. Mike underscore Eagle. Mike's fun to follow on Twitter even when he's not uh, beefing with a regional wrestling star. <laughs> That's right. I say crazy shit and stand behind it. Yep. He's a lot of fun. He's a fun guy. You can tell. He's got digi camo sneakers. We'll talk to you <laughs> next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Castlevania. <laughs> Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.